This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Um, so good afternoon. So we're starting today, Mr. Shem, the Perik Chelek. Perik is probably the biggest salad uh, agadata Perik there is in, in, uh, in Shas. And it, it definitely deals with a lot of uh, inyanim. Okay, so let's see first the Mishnah. So, so again, I'm, I'm going to be using then Yaakov and then turning to the Maral, wherever the Maral has um, anything on it. So let's see the Mishnah side. Mishnah. So the question is, um, where where are we coming from? Uh, in other words, like, what were we talking about? That uh, we're talking about Koyza Shankom Haba. So the, the, Mish, the Mishnayas previous had all been speaking about different punishments. The, the much of Sanhedrin deals with the different Mises Besen. And so Koyza Shankom Haba is going on the previous ones. That up till now, all the people, no matter how bad their various were, they were um they have a chelikom haba. So kol zechelikom haba shnema va'amet kulam tzadikim la'olam yirshu aretz neitzam atoyim. I said this part. So la'olam yirshu aretz is assumed to mean olam haba, and therefore, no matter what, bottom line is everyone has a chelik olam haba. The um. The but there are there's a class of averis that are worse and they don't have a chelikom haba and they are as follows. Um, a person of the nice chelikom based on Torah and Torah min hashemayim and apikoris. Now um, those are the people that don't have a chelikom olam haba. The the two terms here. In the Mishnah that are not defined, one is what Olam Haba means. Uh, the word Olam Haba is is a word that refers to a lot of different things. Um, there's a, a Ribayaka on the Siddha who goes through. You know, he says the word Olam Haba is used for so many different things, whether it's the place where the Neshama goes to after Misa, whether it's Simois HaMashiach, whether it's Chiyas HaMesim, and so on. So, Olam Haba is very not defined over here. Also, the word Apikoros um, is a very, very undefined word. And also, the, the Gemara here says, gives a definition of Apikoros, but the word Apikoros is used um, all over for a lot of different things, um, it doesn't see it, it. It seems to be a word that fits many different descriptions. Now, so those are the three. So, so there seems to be three people that are denying three different ikrim, and this is why the Rambam in Chelik in his in his Hakdamat explains the Yisodos and the ikrim. In other words, the Mishnah seems to be saying everything that all the various you do have a built-in kapara, or they don't affect your olam haba, <clears throat> these are in Yanim 
that are so basic and so um, it, 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 fundamental to any type of cash and ruchnius that if you are in it, you have no chelkom haba. Rabbi Kiva says, um, is from somebody who learns from chitzonim, which again is open. The Gemara does say what it is, but the words from chitzonim can refer to a bunch of different things. That's one. And two, the um, hakore doesn't necessarily mean if you picked up once and you read it, it means a person who is ruggling it and so on. It's something that can imply um, an ongoing, you know, somebody who's, who's that he, that's what he does on an ongoing basis. People that use different um, psukim to heal um, diseases and ailments. And again, a lot of explanations needed. Is anyone who says a pasik? I mean, a lot of schoolists and stuff like that. So we're, we're, we'll see each one. The Gemara, the Gemara does um, talk about it. A person who says the shem Hashem by Those are all of the things that a person doesn't have a chelam habit. The um, okay. Let's so let's see the morale over here. And one point that I would like to bring in it's, um, is the uh, th- there's the Reb Chaim Velozhin in his Sefer Ruach Chaim on Pergavus. It says he's medayik something in the Mishnah, which I think is, um, is is an important point, and it's a point that he makes in Efshar Chaim also. He's medayik. It says Isham Chelak Leolam Haba and not Beolam Haba. Um, we, we would tend to 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 we speak about being in olam haba. Well, why why is lit olam haba? So Chaim Vlogin says he's so that he says um, in Nefshachaim also. Our imagination is olam haba is a hotel of sorts, and if you have a voucher, you you get in, and if not, you don't get in. Or depending what type of voucher you have, that's the type of room you have, and so on. That's kind of the way we understand Olam Haba. It's a place that is wonderful, and we have to earn our way in. He says that's not a bechlal. It, it's we create a ruchnistic world that we inhabit. Um, we are creating the world of ruchnius with the messages that we're doing, and we're destroying it with averis. So, so it's it's not be olam haba. Be olam haba would mean olam haba is an entity, and we sort of um, check in. Le olam haba means th- the things we have stay forever; they stay for an eternity. The, our, it, it's a chelik that that is that passes on to to that phase. So it's a, it's a, it's a, so he says many places midaike for the word. Instead of okay, let's see the around Pirush Goddess. So it's a continuation of the punishments that we have many things that are um, bad, that are uh, bad punishments. This is the worst of them. 
So according to that logic, it should have been um, constructed differently. It should have started with those who don't have the It's these are these are the nechnokim. These are the nisrafim. These are the niskalim, and these are people with no chelkam haba. Why do we start with qualification uh, chelkam haba? So he says the the mashmos would be that it's again it's it's a type of it's it's just like the other various it depends on how much you have in your scale. Well, the kach tani koydem kozesh chelkom haba. So basically, he's saying he's, he's he's giving a very different picture in terms of olam hazam haba. These are averes that take you away from your chelik. It's not that it goes into the cheshm of 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 more or less. So, so basically, he's learning Pshat and Rashi that Rashi would learn Pshat and Mish like this. These are people, because they are Yisrael, they have a Chelkom Haba. That what gives them the Chelkom Haba is the Shem Yisrael. And um, and these other people, be, because they have, it, because they were mafkir and so so have no haba. So it's a, it's a very different, um, it, it's it's a very different aspect of what they're doing wrong. Everything else is averis. There's mitzvahs, there's averis, there's worse averis, terrible averis, and so on. But olam haba is something that's uniquely shlach to call Yisrael. And 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 there are various so profound that the person is Yisrael, not halachically, but in terms of this Indian. That's how he would like to understand it in So it's not um he he wants to learn not like Rashi. It's not a hemshich of the other Mishnayis, and the reason is simple. Mishnayis deals with halacha. Um, philosophy is not dealt with in Mishnayis. So, um, it, it's, so to say, it's not sit well in the Mishnayis. Nechnokim, Niskolon, Nisrafim, all of these, there's a basic halacha that these people, we need to, to give a safer, a and so on. Here, so he says, first of all, that to understand that everybody who, the, the mission is telling you, all the others, certainly if they got the punishment of Chelkom Haba, that's obvious. That's why Kodesh Baruch Hu gave punishments to make the person worthy of Olam Haba. But even if they didn't get the punishment, they still have a Chelk Olam Haba. So in other words, it, it, it punishments 
create consequences. They're not, they don't take real on Haba. He adds a line here that I think is just very interesting. And, and, and I think this is a very, very important point. If, if, if let's say a person would make the mistake, somebody's going to come along and say, well, why does the Mishnah have to give that away? Wouldn't it be easier if the people would be under the impression they had no Chalcom Haba, and that would, that would keep people much more away from Avera? So the Maral says there is a counter logic. And the counter logic is if a person feels he has no chalikonom haba, then what's the point of staying with Haveris? I might as well enjoy myself in the few short years that I have. You know, if, 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 if when we tell a person how difficult the consequences are and how terrible and so on, so sometimes it succeeds in frightening the person away. Okay. But but if the person ever um, messes up, then basically the hopelessness becomes a way of of excusing everything else. That then what is the point of it? Well, what 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 do you want out of it? So so it, it it's an, it's the mission needs to tell you that that you still have and it's still worth struggling to do what's right and to give away what's wrong. Um. Okay, so the first thing is the point that a Mishnah is to tell me that no matter what Averis you did, except for these, you have a Chelchum Haba, and it always pays to do what's right. The Rambam says famously, the Rambam in, in Igeres payment, I think it is, one of the Igeres, he says that Yeruvim Benevot is also going to be a nitva for, um, a, for, for for why he didn't eat in a sukkah. There is no free ride. It's not once I've, I'm have i I'm a big-time balavera and going to him anyway, everything's a free ride. There are no free rides. A person is Bob and Mishpat and everything. So that's the point over here. Now he says he deals with the second point. It's not it's not cut up well the paragraph. It's not 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 cut up where it should be. But now he has a new point. But um Where does say where does the word Olam Haba say over here in this in paragraph? So that's those are his problems with the past. Avo, Pirusha Kosov. Shotzalema ki sol clon sadikim. The ena Pirushim sadikim are the maisa. The Havel Mema the Amet sadikim is arts. Ki Fsheshu clon sadikim. So, so the, the, he says here the following, and it dovetails nicely with what Rabbi Lajan says. Let's let's just understand a little bit. Olam um, Haba is not just the world of rewards. It says a Kaddish Baruch was not and everybody and every entity in the world that did something good has a schar. 
So the dogs kept quiet, the and they get nevelous ever since then. So, so and because says um, they, 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 we go through many things, and because the the the, um, the, 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 the tzira said this, the bechira said that. That's why this one had leisotzer, and this one has uh, so on. It, it's this latiska, and this is um, because each one, every single, every single deed a person does is paid back. Olam haba is. A ruchniastic world. It's a world that is ruchnius. If a person is not shy to that world, then that world um, is meaningless for him. Imagine you you picked up a, a guy and you said, you know, I really like you. I'd like to pay you handsomely to sit in cradle for the next ten years. Um. I, I, it's that's not a it's not a reward um for many people that would be more like a jail sentence than a reward so so, so it, it doesn't have a it, it's not a there was once um a wealthy man who gave the shiva money demir this is before my time yet and the uh the they they, they the shiva whatever they built somewhere i don't know what they did with it but his kids came later and they were unhappy with it. He had died already. They were unhappy. They wanted it back. I, I don't know exactly the story of it. But they the, the kids were not from a kind of, I mean, they were somewhat traditional, I guess. So they made like a big masiba for them. They put a big plaque up. And Reb Chaim Shlevet said a schmooze. And uh, Reb Chaim could be very, very picturesque if he wanted to. And he said, I'm looking into Olam Haba now. And I see so and so coming into Olam Haba. And he's bewildered. Everybody's sitting and learning, and the Gemara's all over the place, and he's clueless and he doesn't know what to do. And he's so um, uncomfortable and, and, and so embarrassed. Wait, I see the Rosh Hashimah Blazudel walk over to him and tell him that he's going to tutor him personally. Um, that was the the shmuz. Uh, it, it, um, I, I, all I know is that the plaque stayed there, so I, I guess that it did its job. I don't know. I, I the plaque was there when I was there, so I assume that that worked. But Akaponim Olam Haba is a place that requires a um, a certain type of um, it, it's a mitzvah. Klal Yisrael has what it takes. To be a member of that world. Now, it's not automatic. Lamashal, let's say somebody it comes from a very great musical family. And the musical genes are everywhere, and we assume the person has it. If he's never bothered to develop it, he, he, he's not going to be a musician. Just being uh, having the genes of a musician is not doesn't is not going to make you a musician. So Olam Haba is two things. It's a ruchnistic world, and you need to have the potential of living in a world like that, of, of sort of thriving off the ruchnis. And then you also need to develop it. So, all of Kalyestrol has potential to be in Olam Haba. We're, we're the ones for whom Olam Haba is created, not because 
cause HaKadosh Baruch Hu shortchanges anybody else. Everybody gets a reward for what they did good. A great is something good to get rewarded. But the reward of Olam Haba is a world that's all Ruchnius. And for, for, for no other Ummah will it mean anything. We, for us, it means something. But the condition is also that we develop that aptitude. So just like somebody comes from a great musical family and he's, uh, and he's uh, never, never bothered in the slightest to develop it, he also is not going to be a musician. There was somebody at my father-in-law's house once, I remember, I was, and he, my father invited him to sing his mirrors, and the person said, it's very appropriate because my grandfather was a big cousin. I have it in my blood. To which my father said, preferable to have it in your throat than to have it in the in in, in the blood. That was the sure was on the shop side, and he said that. Uh, okay, so at any rate, the the um. So Olam Haba is created for a certain nation. Akashbog did not create worlds. Just stem. The worlds don't exist stem. He created a world that would fit a certain type of person. meaning they have a certain type of personality. So now he's going to explain that the word aretz is something that is a, that is a description of olam haba. In other words, aretz defines something about the quality. Is going to is going to explain one or two different qualities about the music of aretz, and that's why people who are shaykh to aretz are shaykh to olam haba. So he says, It says, Why? In other words, so Eretz is called Chaim. Why would Eretz be called Chaim? What is it about Eretz? Now, he means Eretz as opposed to all other Brios and levels of Bria within the world. Um, you have water, you have fire, all the other things, Eretz is it. But Tam Shigaraz Chaim Ipnei, Kiyesh Vazim Chalaisaidis, Shehi Yomedes Beemtsa Kalaulam, Shehikudem Tsois. Umipnei Shaaretz Beemtsa Kalaulam, Vene Nutelechnak Tsavis, Ashakal Kotze Hutachas Vesoif, Shrey Kotze, Rila Oregi Beemtsa Kmonikudem Taka Eagle, and Shank Bekse Vesov Kesh Bechaim. Shahain Dorsh in a Soif. So he explains why Eretz is Chaim. Let's explain what he says over here. <coughs> First of all, the word Chaim equates to eternal. Things that are not, um, things that are inanimate inevitably fall apart. Rocks crumble. It's a question of one year, 10 years, a thousand years. Rocks dissolve, disintegrate. Rivers dry up. Everything sort of um, is, is, um, has, has a, a limited mitzvah. Things that are living 
because they self-rectify and self-perpetuate, are theoretically forever. Um, first of all, by uh, genetically, uh, um, you have an apple and the seeds have in it the ability to grow new plant, which produces apples, which produces new plants, and so on. So there's a certain chayim is something that is perpetuates. Secondly, one of the mysteries of science is why do people age even? You replace constantly every part of yourself. Um, if a person has a car and every month replaces another section of the car so that every year there's a new car, then, then a car would never fall apart because it would, it would be a new car. It, it, it's, so why does the body fall apart? And this is one of the mysteries of uh, medicine. You know, there, 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 there are explanations, there are answers, fine, but it needs an answer. Um, how does the body know it's 70? The body is every every cell in the body is 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 old. Depending on which part of the body, it's at most a few months old. Everything cells are constantly changing. So wh where did age come in here? So chaim is something that by its nature it's eternal. Water that keeps flowing is called mayim chaim because that's the nature of 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 um, something that keeps flowing forever. Yeah. So the, now, the, the, so Eretz is called Chaim, and the reason is because it's not Neutelekatzer. So it's in the middle. The in the old days, in in the, in, the, in Aristotle's diagram of the world, and this was seen as the um, you had different yesodos, um, this sort of one inside the other, and fire was the outermost, then air, then water. And finally, offer. So, Eretz is the most central point. We also can visualize it in a different way today. Wherever you throw something, it inevitably falls back to the Eretz. Everything, everything tries to go down to that midpoint of the ground. That's like the focal point for everything, where everything comes to. So, so Eretz is a type of Metzias um, Emtsoyis. Where everything comes down to a certain point, and that's the midpoint. The Maral says in many places, we've seen it before, that every anything that veers from the midpoint inevitably peters out. It's true about the Midas of Akadosh Baruch, who we've spoken a lot, whether Midas Achesem, Midas anything which is a um which is a type of veering from a midpoint is is um, at some point peters out. It's only where you have the midpoint where all, everything is balanced perfectly, that's where you have something that does not end. So uh, let, let's give an example. Let's take an example. We could imagine you have a, a CEO in a company and you have different divisions. You have advertising, you have research, and you have marketing, and you have production and so on each at every meeting each department has its say and sometimes we will choose to ignore a department the, the market the marketing fellow says we should be spending 10 million dollars for advertising that's really what you have to do the researcher person says you have to spend x amount for research and so on at some point we, we take his direction into Cheshben, but at some point we say, no, 
It's 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 not it's 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 going to be counterproductive to the company. The CEO knows the person in the middle who's trying to balance it all so that the profit is is is, is maximized. That stays always knows that the company maximizes profits. That is all it's it, it, it's about. Uh, I guess to be politically correct, and you also have to say it's all about social welfare but that's like the bottom line the the automatic uh, signature at the bottom it's it's about promoting social welfare and only goodness and kindness um but other than that the profit is what is what's compare the company and that stays that's the midpoint that's that's the rock bottom everything else has a place but in and of itself you can sometimes overspend the research development you can sometimes underspend you can sometimes overproduce underproduce you can't overprofit. In other words, if that's the definition of a company, you can't you can't overprofit. So I'll call Panim. Um, that's why it's called Aretz. That's the center point, and that's where Chios is. We'll see Mr. next week. We'll see more uh, a little bit more on this and and another point of it. Shiva, Ravi. Yeah. Um, are we assuming that he's talking about conceptual Aretz rather than Eretz Yisrael. Yeah. Well, in as much as Eretz Yisrael is called Aretz, it's because it represents that as well. It's it's it is it's a stroll is the midpoint like it says it, it's it's the middle of the world it represents dashkocha dan hanga I guess it reflects itself in many ways it's a stroll geographically is one of the most diverse um, places there is there there is no place that has as many different um, many climates many, it's almost like it's a, it's a, it's it's as, as if a convergence of a lot of different things so uh, there is a physical representation of it but but we, primarily we're talking about the ruchnis correct. Okay, Mercedes. A good Shabbos. Uh,